0: here's what I want to do. Let's uh, start with just a word of prayer. Um, Part of my thought though for you, one of the reasons why I personally, I mean I have lots of reasons why I like Hamlet, just the character of Hamlet um, and the journey that he's on and that I identify with him. But one of the things that I really appreciate about him that you'll see today is his willingness to wait and test the spirits. Philosophy class, (laughs) shout out. Hamlet's willing to figure out is ghosty Dad's dead ghost, is ghosty angelic proclamation, is ghosty a demon, what's ghosty here? Um, And he's willing to test that to really find out if Claudius did it versus just taking the ghost at his word. Fair enough? The other thing that you'll see Hamlet do today is he's not gonna do that on his own. He brings in Horatio. And that's something I've personally learned on my journey working in the supernatural and the spiritual realm and trying to navigate that as a disciple is that we're not really meant to do this alone. And so Horatio, right, his yellow lab, (laughs) this loyal, amazing friend, is willing to just walk alongside of Hamlet. He's not trying to fix everything for Hamlet, right? He's not trying to give Hamlet all the answers. He's just willing to be there with Hamlet on Hamlet's journey and to love him and accept him and support him. Really cool, right? I think my family wants to name our next, you have a lab, Horatio. Or Odysseus, we haven't decided, but I like Horatio. All right. Fair enough, so let me pray you to that for us. Uh, Lord, thank you for a chance to do this play. we got a nice big chunk of time to read and watch movies and just to enjoy the story. Uh, bless us uh, on this journey. Guide us towards truth. And help us not to miss the personal connections, to miss these lifelong lessons that we can carry with us um, about testing the spirits, about friendship, about integrity. Um, Also, help us to maybe have some of our own epiphanies as we look for the ones in the play. In your name, Jesus. Amen. All right. We're going to do a little reading. We'll probably do a little audio. We'll probably do a little video. A bunch of different options for us today. As we go through it Um, Let's jump back to the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern part And uh, page 217 So let's all go there Have a pen or a pencil Alright And uh, Hamlet's at the top of this And Rosencrantz and Guildenstern say together We'll wait upon you I'd like to start there and I need a Rosencrantz, Rosencrantz, I need a All Alright, and uh, before I say I need a Hamlet, you're signing up for a pretty good chunk of awesome lines on the next page. Um, But Anybody want to give Hamlet a shot? Alright, great, yeah. And so what we're gonna do is, as we do different lines, I'll have different people read throughout the day. Okay, well, the day. Well, just do Hamlet all day (laughs) throughout the morning. All right, we will probably go off until around page 219. Okay. Need a book? Oh, there are probably a couple around on the tables as well, if anybody sees an extra one. Um, Yeah, there we go. Thank you. All right. Where are we
1: starting?
0: 217. Rosencrantz and, and Guildenstern say together... Well, wait upon you. There we go.
2: No such matter. I will not sort you with the rest of my servants, for to speak to you like an honest man, I am most dreadfully attended. <laughs> but in the beaten way of friendship, what make you at Elsinore? To visit you, my lord, no other occasion. Lie. <laughs> Better that I am, I am even foreign thanks, but I thank you. And sure, dear friends, my thanks are too dear to a half-penny. Uh, were you not sent for <laughs> Is it uh, your own inclination, or is it your own inclining, is it a free visitation? Come, deal justly with me. Come, come, nay, speak.
1: What shall we say, my lord?
2: Why, anything but to the purpose.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just get <scared> him. <laughs> Anyways, keep going.
2: You were sent for, and there is a kind of confession in your books, which your monarchies have not craft enough to color. I know the good king and queen have sent for you. To what end, my lord? That you must teach me. To let me conjure you by the rights of our fellowship, by the constancy of our youth, by the obligation of our ever preserved love, and by what more dear a better proposer could you charge uh, could charge you withal? Be even and direct with me, whether you were sent for or no.
3: What say? <laughs>
0: nice. Uh,
2: nay, then I have an eye of you. If you love me, hold that off.
1: My lord, we were sent for.
0: Ah, uh, time out. How long did it take Hamlet to figure out the spies? <laughs> i <know>. <laughs> boom <laughs> sees right through pretty cool right pretty cool if you're willing this big speech is a fantastic speech but here we got i already read this one to us and look at the timing of hamlet asking like am i more than dust right powerful lines go for it
2: uh i will tell you why so shall my anticipation prevent your discovery and your secrecy to the king be mold no feather. I have of late, but wherefore I know not, lost all my mirth, forgotten all custom of exercise, and indeed it goes so heavily with my disposition that this goodly frame, the earth, seems to me a sterile promontory; hmm. this most most excellent canopy, the air, look, uh, look you, this brave overhanging firm, firmament, this majestical roof fretted with golden fire, why it appears no other thing than to me than a foul and pestilent congregation of vapors. What a piece of work is a man! How noble in reason! Hmm. How infinite in faculty! In form and moving, how express and admirable. In action, how like an angel. In apprehension, how like a god. And The beauty of the world, the paragon of animals. And yet to me, what is this quintessence of dust? Man delights me not, no, nor woman either, though by your smiling you seem to say so.
0: Let's give it up right (laughs) there. Uh, No, we're good. Let's give it up right there, actually. I was going to say cut. (laughs) Nice job. Anybody sense a difference? Which, by the way, well read, you guys. Anybody sense a difference between listening to Polonius and Hamlet? (laughs) Anyway, we all—you were doing great. I was like, just keep going, just keep going, right? Beautiful. And then Polonius were all like, "Uh, (laughs) "Thank you." (laughs) More, more words, less art. All right. Um, Nice job. Thoughts, comments, questions. Act two. Hamlet. What's his question here? what is this quintessence of dust right what a great line are we more than dust look at this what a piece of work is a man I love that it's like what an amazing creation we are noble in reason infinite in faculty form and moving express in admiral action how like an angel and apprehension how like a god the beauty of the world and the paragon humans are amazing Are we more than just us? Go Hammy? Go Hammy. Yeah, you go. All right. Um, The uh, players show up. So uh, who's on Furnace Company? Furnace Company shows up to the... Let's give it up right there. Come on. Basically, Furnace Company shows up to the castle like, Hey, can we put on something for you tonight? Uh, We've got a play about a king and a, a nephew and all that kind of stuff. It'll be super fun. Right? And it's interesting, back then, we're their traveling acting groups. Come on. Yeah. They would travel around from castle to castle, putting on shows for the king and queen, and, and the lords and the ladies, and the dukes and the duchesses, and that's how they'd make their money, and they had a lot of fun. So very like the fact that Furnace Company went traveling around, putting on shows, right? Kind of cool. Hamlet loves them. He's like yeah come on in and actually when you read this later you will read these lines I'm skipping them because I'm just doing some character development stuff with you but just FYI for those of you who are into acting or like acting or want Shakespeare's commentary on acting through Hamlet you got some good stuff right here brilliant right so don't miss that Um, so page 220 we get some back and forth page 221 We get some back and forth and a little bit about playing, right? Page 222, a little bit more with Hamlet and Guildenstern, and and he talks about the strangeness of playing, and something's brewing in his mind. Look at it on page 222. Is it not strange for my uncle is king of Denmark, and those who would make vows at him while my father lived gave 20, 40, 50, 100 ducats apiece for a little painting, of my dad, Splud. There's something in this more than natural. If philosophy could find it out, that's my boy. <laughs> All right, um, but something's—the gears are spinning. He's like, "Huh? Acting troupe just showed up. They're gonna do a thing with a king and a nephew and Lucianus, and like, huh? I wonder if we can figure something out here with these guys. Flourish of trumpets. Do-do-do-do right and uh, Guildenstern says there are the players ah you are welcome to Elsinore right now I need a Guildenstern got a Guildenstern I need a new hammy uh, come on you get to be hammy he's got a cool line or two or four Thanks. Yeah, great. So we got a Hammy, and then I need a Polonius. <laughs> all right. Yes. We got a Polonius over there. <laughs> oh, hysteria. we have to read these out loud. They're so great. Okay. Um, we're going to do just a, like two or three pages. All right. But what we have is back and forth, Rosencrantz and, and Guildford <laughs> and Hamlet about acting and playing, and then the actors show up. And Polonius walks in to say, "The actors are here, Hamlet! Yay! Right? And uh, here we go. We are at bottom of page 222. Start with Guildenstern. There are the players. There are the players. Gentlemen, you are welcome to Elsinore. Your hands,
1: come. The of and- fairly outward should more appear like entertainment than yours you are welcome but my uncle father and aunt mother are deceived <laughs> <laughs> um, I am but mad north-northwest when the wind is southerly I know a hawk from a hands
0: wait tell me about what <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing right now he's back to acting what there we go right My love this so my uncle father and aunt mother (laughs) uncle father and aunt mother I'm mad north-northwest when the wind is southerly I know a a, a hawk from a handsaw you're like what the heck (laughs) click switch back into acting crazy got it because who just showed up Polonius Polonius. or he's been acting crazy all along and then kind of slid out of it because he caught Rosicruz at Guildenstern so it's like you guys duh whatever right and then he goes back into crazy. Either way, if you were a director, you'd have to decide. Hey, we're on page 223. Enter Polonius.
2: Well be with you, gentlemen. Part
1: two, Stern, and you two, at each ear I hear, that great baby you see there is not yet out of his swatting
0: <laughs> Happily he's the second time come to them, for they say an old man is twice a child.
1: I'll prophesy he comes to tell me at the player's market. You say right here for a Monday morning to so
2: indeed. My lord, I have news to tell you. My lord, I have news to tell you. When
1: Rocious was an actor in Rome.
2: The actors are come hither, my lord.
1: Buzz, buzz. (laughs) Upon my honor. Then came each actor on his (gasps) ass.
2: The best actors in the world, either for tragedy, comedy, history, pastoral, pastoral, comic, comical, historical, pastoral, (laughs) tragical, historical. <laughs> Individable or poem, poem unlimited. Sene- Seneca cannot be too heavy, nor flash- flashes too light. For the law of writ and, liber- and the liberty, these are the only men. Thanks, Pullovius. Oh, Jeff
1: judge of Israel, what a treasure hadst thou! What a treasure. <laughs> Am I not in the right old Jephthah?
2: If you call me Jephthah, my lord, I have a daughter that I love passing well. I May mean, that
1: follows
2: not. What follows then, my lord?
0: Time out. First off, let's give it up for our readers. You guys are doing great. <laughs> Somebody look at the footnote on Jephthah. Does anybody know the story of Jephthah? Yes. Tell us a little bit about the story of Jephthah.
2: I think it's in Judges yeah it's right there it's, um, he like wanted victory from uh, God so he's like he said to God like if you give me this victory I'll sacrifice to you the first thing that comes out of my door and he, and God did that so he won and then he came back and his daughter came running out to like greet him so he had to sacrifice her
0: yeah it's in the Bible now Shakespeare has Hamlet acting crazy right now yeah it's horrifying it's so sad. Shakespeare's Hamlet acting crazy. Hawk handsaw, right? And he's like, hey, Jephthah? He's like, I'm not Jephthah. Whatever, I guess he's crazy, right? And he's like, yeah, you have a daughter, don't you? That you love a whole bunch, don't you? Well, yeah, like, right? So he's crazy, right? What is Polonius doing with his daughter right now?
2: Sacrificing her to like get power,
0: to get what he wants. Jephthah says, dear God, please help me win this battle. I'll sacrifice the first thing I see when I come home, right? His daughter, I mean his little daughter, comes running out of the house to see dad who's been gone. He made this promise to God, so he has to sacrifice his daughter to get what he wanted. Good idea or bad idea? <laughs> <Good> idea. <laughs> now, now look what Shakespeare is doing. Remember, we're in act two. Right? What do we get in Act 2? Plot and subplot. Everybody got that? What's going on in this subplot? A dad who's willing to do what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice his own kid to get what he wants. The nice thing is none of you ever have to deal with that, right? And, and, and I say that a little facetiously. I'm trying not to be sarcastic. But isn't it brutal when we watch parents sacrifice their kids to work 100 hours a week to get what they want or they push their kids into doing something so that their family gets attention see what's going on there or you have to be the worship leader so that our family name like does that make sense like, and this kid's like I don't want to do that no you gotta do it or, or a parent who will throw a kid under the bus and blame the kid yeah Hopefully not literally under a bus. Right? Although with this play, who knows? <laughs> Horrifying. But, you guys, I want, to, I want to mark this, put a stake in the ground. Polonius, does he even get this at all? You know what's interesting, though? Hamlet's giving him a chance, isn't he? Like, hey, Polonius, dude, you are acting like Jephthah right now. You won't let your daughter talk to me. You're using her to spy on me to get what you want. You just like this guy. Do you really want to be destroying your daughter just to get what you want? Out of fear? And does Polonius get this? No. It's interesting. Hamlet's crazy right now, huh? <laughs> Not so much, right? I find it intriguing that Shakespeare's willing to put this in act two, right? Like he puts that moment in our plot and subplot act. And then he's got the Hamlet, why? As lot, God what? Then you know, it came to pass as most like it was, right? And you're just like, what in the world? And like, hello, my abridgment's come and da da, 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 yeah? Thoughts, questions, or comments? Yeah.
2: You say
0: that this might be jumping ahead a bit, but can you say that this is sort of like a missed epiphany for Polonius? Well, I was wondering if anybody caught that. Like I was trying not to say it. I was like <laughs> But yeah, do you see that? Like, this is a chance for him to like maybe learn what he's doing in a gentle way. Like, dude, you are sacrificing your daughter. You won't let her talk to me. You're using her to spy on me. What are you doing? Right? Polonius totally doesn't even get it. Does he even know who Jephthah is, really? Will he go look it up? Probably not. If someone called me something, I'd be like, who is that guy, go look it up and Google it or something. Find out what's going on. Oh, he's the guy who sacrificed his daughter. Oh, I'm not that guy, right? He's crazy. Or, oh, yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, definitely missed. Alright, onward. How about a little video? Time for video. I like the way that this uh, 2010 Hamlet does this scene. Um, we have enough time this semester to show it, so I will. Um, this is one of those where you'll see it in the movies that you watch. But I like how they do this one. The actor who does Aeneas and Dido and all that, like the they, he's just so good we get this really great moment um, where we're going to get some ancient poetry dropped into Hamlet in a really cool way see if I can get this right He's got this. So Rosencrantz and, and Guildenstern, he just caught them. Should we watch a little bit of the Polonius stuff we just read? Is that cool? Yeah. Is that all right? Okay. His weird T-shirt cracks me up. He's crazy, right? Yeah. I am but
3: mad north northwest when the wind is southerly. I know an orc from an ashore. Where will we be with you, gentlemen? Thou Guildstern, and you two, at each ear a hearer. That Great baby you see there is not yet out of his swaddling clout. They use this hidden hand They say an old man is twice a child. <laughs> I prophesy I going to tell me of the players. Mark You say right, sir, Monday morning. Oh, lord, I have news to tell you. My lord, I have news to tell you. When Roscius was an actor in Rome. The
4: actors are come hither, my lord. pause.
3: Pause. Upon mine honour Then so came each actor wrong his us. The best actors in the world either for tragedy, comedy,
4: history, pastoral, pastoral comical. Historical pastoral. Tragical historical. Look at his like, historical comical. <laughs> historical <laughs> pastoral.
3: Scene indivisible or poem unlimited. Seneca cannot be too heavy, nor plotus too light. Ooh, Jeff the judge of Israel, what a treasure hadst thou. What a treasure had he, my lord. Why, one fair daughter, I know more, the which he loved passing well. Still on my
4: daughter.
3: Am I not of the right old Jephthah? If you call me Jephthah, my lord, I have a daughter that I love passing well. Nay, hey. uh. what follows? What follows then? You are welcome, masters. Welcome, all. I'm glad to see thee well. Welcome, good. He friend. missed it. Oh, <laughs> my old friend. What? My young lady and mistress? My oh, lady, your ladyship is nearer to heaven than when I last saw you. Pray God your voice be not cryful within the ring.
0: Can't we ever Anybody catch that? This is our sophomore who would play all the girls in the play, right? But his voice is what? Oh, your voice is changing. Bummer for you. <laughs> Can't be Juliet anymore, can you, right? That, that's weird in the other movie. Speech strength. Come, give us a
3: taste of your quality. Come, a passionate speech. What speech, my lord? I heard this thing in speech once, but it was never acted or if it was not above once for the play, I remember, please not the million. It was caviar to the general. One speech in it I chiefly loved. was Aeneas' tale to Dido, huh? And there of it, especially when he speaks of Priam's slaughter, if it live in your memory. Begin at this line. Okay, ready? Page
0: 227. He's like, ooh, give us a speech because he knows this guy's good. And by the way, they got a great guy. He's like, oh, this is so good. Um, so Aeneas, Right? This is the fall of Troy. The burning of like it's all going down, right? And we get the speech and he comes in and there's the slaughter and all that kind of stuff, right? So, do your best to follow along. Kind of cool that we're getting Shakespeare's take on that scene of that ancient text. Pretty cool. By the way, we're in the Renaissance, right? And so all these old texts are coming back alive. Shakespeare puts one on stage for us. Um, um. The rugged Pyrrhus, like the, light, t- t- the 28. twenty-eight beast, it's also. Um, it begins with
3: Pyrrhus. The rugged Pyrrhus. He who sable sable arms, um, black as his purpose, did the knight resemble? Um, uh, when he lay couched in the ominous horse, hath now this dread and black complexion smeared, with heraldry more dismal, head to foot. Now is he. Old, Total old, 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 ghouls, roasted in wrath, and thus o'ersizored with coagulant gore, with eyes like carbuncles, the hellish pyrrhus...
4: Uh, pyrrhus, um... Uh, old Grandsire uh, Priam Zeke. Ah, so you. Oh, God, my Lord, well-spoken.
3: Good accent,
4: good discretion. He's
0: like, shut up. And on, he finds him,
4: striking too short at Greeks. His antique sword, rebellious to his arm, lies where it falls, repugnant to command. Unequal matched. Pyrrhus at Priam drives, in rage, strikes wide, but with the whiff And wind of his fell sword His unnerved father falls Then Senseless Ilion Seeming to feel his blow With flaming top Stoops to its base And with a hideous crash Takes prisoner Pyrrhus' ear For lo, his sword Which was declining on the milky head Of Reverend Priam Seemed in the air to stick So As a painted tyrant, Pyrrhus stood, and like a neutral to his will and matter, did nothing. But, as we often see against some storm, a silence in the heavens, the rack stands still, the bold winds speechless, and the orb below as hush as death, anon the dreadful thunder doth rend the region so after pyrrhus pause, a roused vengeance sets him new a work and never did the cyclops hammers fall on mars his armors forged for proofy turn with less remorse than pyrrhus bleeding sword now falls on priam
3: this is too long. Shut ah. to up, the barbers with your beard. Biddy, say on. He's for a jig or a tailor portrait or he sneaks Say on. Come to Hecuba. But
4: who? Oh, who had seen the Moblet Queen? Moblet Queen? That's good. Moblet Queen is good. <laughs> Shh!
3: He's like, Shut up!
4: Run. Barefoot. Up and down, threatening the flames with bisom room, a cloud about that head where late the diadem stood. And for a robe about her lank and all her timid loins, a blanket in the alarm of fear caught up. This had seen, with tongue in venom steeped against fortune state, would treason have pronounced... But if the gods themselves did see her then when she saw Pyrrhus make malicious sport in mincing with his sword her husband's limbs the instant burst of clamor that she made unless things mortal moved them not at all would have made milch the burning eyes of heaven and passion in the gods? Look where he has not turned his
0: color. Yeah. He's quoting this. And he, he's so into this. He's like, this wife is running through the flames and all she grabs is a blanket and the whole city's going up in fire. And she turns the corner and sees her husband getting chopped up with a sword. And she's weeping. Is Hamlet's mom doing that? No. So, interesting. This guy's doing the scene and it's just making him cry, right? And Hamlet's in the background thinking, hmm. Anyways, I love that guy's voice. It took me about, I think, 10 years to figure out what he was saying. (laughs) So, you got time. (laughs) At least you got the good taste of it on the first round. Keep going? And has tears in his eyes. Pray you no more.
3: This is well. Hmm. I'll have thee speak out the rest soon. <clears throat> My lord, have you see these players well bestowed. Do you hear that they'll be well used, for they are the abstract and brief chronicles of the time. My lord, I will use them according to their
0: desert.
3: Called the bonnikins, man. Much better!
0: I love that, the way they did that. Because I've seen this scene done kind of casually. Uh uh-uh. uh, amazing character development. After that whole thing, we get to page three two, two thirty two, and Hamlet's like, "Hey hey, the actors are here. They're at our castle. Take them and put them in like some of the best rooms. Give them a great place to stay. Take really good care of them." I think he loves these guys, right? He loves theater, and he loves all this stuff, right? So like, take really good care of him. Poloni's like, I'll put them where they're supposed to go. I'll put them where they deserve. The horse's stable or something, right? Yeah? Hamlet's the prince. His words should go, right? And so he's like, take them to some really nice rooms. I'll put them where they deserve. And I love his response. Talking about character development here, so good. God's bodykins, man, much better. Use every man after his desert, and who should escape whipping? If we all got what we deserve, where would we all be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the grace here. Use them after your own honor and dignity. The less they deserve, the more merit is in your bounty. I love that. Ah, oh, This is so good. Go, Hammy who's every man after his dessert and who
3: should scape whipping come sirs follow him friends we'll hear a play tomorrow does the hymn old oh friend? can you play the murder of Gonzaga I'm my lord would head tomorrow night you could for me study a speech of some dozen or 16 lines, which I would set down and insert it could you not I'm my lord very well follow that lord and pray you mock him not Huh? no <laughs> <laughs> hey, My good friends, Piper. I leave you till night You are welcome to Elsinore Good, my lord <laughs>
0: He's like, yeah, whatever oh, <clears throat> <clears throat> got those all over Weed Academy right now, don't we? now I'm alone soliloquy end of act two oh what a rogue peasant slave
3: am I is it not monstrous that this player here but in a freak In a dream of passion, could force his soul so to his own conceit that from her workings all his visage won. Tears in his eyes, (laughs) distraction in his aspect, a broken voice, and his whole function suiting with forms to his conceit. to hecuba that he should weep for her what would he do had he the motive and the cue for passion that i have he would drown the stage in tears and cleave the general ear with horrid speech make mad the guilty and appall the free confound the ignorant and amaze indeed the very faculties of eyes and ears. Yet I, dull and muddy metal rascal, pink, like John of dreams, unpregnant of my cause and can say nothing. No, not for a king. Upon whose property and most dear life a damn defeat was made. Am I a
0: coward? I love that. Is he? Do you guys say, like, that guy's crying over this speech. If he only knew what was going on in my life, girlfriend's not talking to me, they're all spying on me, mom and dad are in the sack, not even my dad. Oh, yeah, it's the, the dude who killed my dad. Ah! Like, he would drown the stage with tears if he knew what was going on in my life. And so he's look, he's like, Am I a coward? Question of the play, another question. Is he, is he a coward? Shouldn't he go do something? I think that's part of this. A lot of people are like, yeah, Hamlet, just go kill him. But he's wondering about that himself. Am I, am I just a coward that I'm not doing something? Why is he not doing something yet, you guys? What if, what if the ghost is wrong? Yeah, right? Fair enough? But it's worth it. Am I wimping out here? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm not a coward. I, I need to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. Fair enough? Yeah? But it's an interesting question. The next few lines are pretty intense because he's going to be like, who's you know pulling on my beard? Who's poking at me? Who's mocking me? Who's doing this stuff? Right?
3: Who calls me villain? Breaks my peter cross Plucks off my beard And blows it in my face Tweaks me by the nose Gives me the lie of the throat As deep as to the lungs Who does me this? Huh? Soon I should take it For it cannot be what I am Pigeon livered and lack gall To make oppression bitter Or oh, this I should have fatted all the region kites With this slave bloody, bawdy villain,
0: remorseless, treacherous,
3: lecherous, kindless villain, oh, vengeance!
0: there it is. Vengeance. Why, what an ass am I. (laughs) Stubborn, right? (laughs) This is
3: most brave. (sighs) That I, the son of a dear father, murdered. Prompted to my revenge by heaven and hell, must, like a whore, unpack my heart with words
0: and fall cursing like a very drab, a scullion,
3: violent,
0: oh! Okay, here we go, ready? About my brain! Like Winnie the Pooh. Think, 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 right? Think. <laughs> Come on, brain! Oh, wait! That guilty
3: creatures, sitting at a play. Have by the very cunning of the scene been struck, so to the soul that presently they have proclaimed their malefactions. For murder, though it had no tongue, will speak mm. with most miraculous organ. I'll have these players play something like the murder of my father before mine uncle. Aha. I'll observe his looks, I'll dent him to the quick if he but blench. I know my cause.
0: Yeah, now what's he gonna do on them? <laughs> Spy on them, yeah. right? But you guys catch the about think 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 think. What's his plan? Did we catch it? Yeah.
2: He's gonna like make the play pretty much act out his dad's murder and then see if the Claudius react react to it. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Now, good idea, bad idea. Good idea. Not bad, right? It's pretty innocent. I just want to ask you. I mean, this is Shakespeare talking to us about theater. And the power of theater, I need you to be honest. You don't have to raise your hand, but I I genuinely want to know Has anybody here ever laughed at a movie? You've gone to a movie and you laughed out loud. Out loud. Anybody belly laughed before in a movie? Come on, yeah? Yeah? Like, can we be affected by what we've seen on a movie? It's just a movie. Can we be affected by it? Okay, now truth is out. Yeah. Anybody cry at a movie? Yeah, can it affect us? I'll go so far as this has anybody here ever watched a movie and like, huh? I need to I might need to change my ways. I might need to do something. Like the story has actually affected you to maybe change your life a little bit. Potentially. Yeah, not every movie does that. A lot of them are just entertainment. But can a story affect you emotionally? Come on, can it? Yeah. So is he on to something here? Yeah? yeah? Okay. There we go. Here, let's finish it up, then.
3: The spirit that I have seen may be a devil. Aha! And the devil hath power to assume a pleasing shape, eh perhaps out of my weakness and my melancholy, as he's very potent with such spirits, abuses me to damn me. Test the spirits. <laughs> i have grounds more relative than this. Nice. The plays, the thing, wherein I'll catch the conscience of the king
0: oh that's just so good come on what a rhyming couplet right there <laughs> the play's the thing we're in I'll catch the conscience of the king that's almost like Henry V <laughs> the signs of war advance no king of England if not king of France like, <laughs> right cheerily to see alright oh did anybody catch the pun too I'll have grounds more relative than this eh, no? eh? Mm-hmm. eh okay fine lame pun <laughs> act two cut how we doing we good? What's the plot? Come on, main plot. What does Hamlet have to deal with? His father's murder. Yeah, his father's murder, and it did Claudius do it or not? And if he did, how do we do what? Catch him and get him off the throne without what though? <laughs> without being obvious, without sinning. Like the goal is to try and do this without sinning. Really hard, right? Really hard to fight sin without sinning and also without getting caught because if he gets caught what will Claudius do? (laughs) Done, right? Done. Okay. Yeah, go ahead.
3: I just want to say
2: it's really interesting how like obviously a big theme in the play is like spying and people always watched and stuff like Hamlet says like Denmark is like a prison to us. Yeah. Uh, I really like how this movie uses like the security cameras to do that. Oh, isn't it great?
0: Very clever. And he breaks one he's like now I'm finally alone. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Why doesn't Hamlet just
1: call everyone out on their BS and then like, oh, <laughs> you are, like, committed treason by killing your own king so you're not like, the just king so I'm going to banish you all from
0: the kingdom and, Yeah. Like, that now, like, the yeah, no, And that's the logical conclusion That's what people are like, come on, why didn't you just do that Yes The problem is, is we're dealing with what kind of man on the throne Correct. Yeah, because if he does that Claudius actually is king right now, so what kind of authority does he have? He's got the higher, more powerful authority. So why doesn't Hamlet just go to heaven and be like, "Hey, my father's dead, so that I can make?" Exactly, that should be the case. But he was off at college and just kind of see what happened. He's away, and while he's away, he got he got usurped. His uncle usurped him. Right. All of it, right? See what's going on? Like so, yes, that's the tension in the place. We want him to do that, but his throne got taken from him, stolen from him, and now if he goes against the king, he's doing treason. Ah that's tricky in you know the late Renaissance. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright. Other thoughts or questions or comments about Act Two? Yeah? Okay, onward. Act three. We got 40 minutes. Let's do it. Let's jump into act three. I say we just keep, keep cruising. All right.